When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits late, Shantae, you stay, you say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy, we say that's fierce, so sing all my queers, don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears, the word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. Hey, I'm your host Lenny, and this is Brendy. Hello! And thanks for tuning in to today's show. Now you can follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure you send us any word suggestions. Yes, we actually did get one today as well from Rihanna, so thank you for messaging in. Thanks, Riri. Now today... We're going furniture <laughs> shopping! <laughs> yes. That's actually true. We're doing the word poof. Yes. Or poof. Poof. Which is, of course, a little footstool, which you put next to your armchair to keep your feet elevated and comfortable. Yeah, my nan has one. My, mine too, yeah. <laughs> and she calls it a poof. I get really confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, by definition, a poof is a male homosexual, but can extend to any man whose manner or behavior doesn't conform to what is conventionally regarded as masculine. Yeah, so it can be applied as a slur to any effeminate male or someone with a perceived softness or flamboyancy about them. Which is sadly considered a weakness for a man. Yeah, and in turn, gay men. Now, some people have attributed the word's origin to the sound one's bottom makes after anal sex. <laughs> oh, yes, an onomatopoeia. Yes, but I can't say I've ever heard or even made the sound poof after sex. No, it actually sounds like something angry straight men have made up in their outrage over men having sex with men. Yeah, it sounds about right. But I'm glad that you clarified, because I was <laughs> curious if it was true or not. Absolutely not. So the word poof has been used since the 19th century in Britain. It was even in the dictionary from like around the 1850s in London. And it said, These monsters in the shape of men, commonly designated marjories and poofs, should be made known to the public. And it goes on to say, The punishment generally reserved for such miscreants isn't half severe enough. And until the law is held against them, then there can be no hopes of crushing their bestiality. Brutal. Yeah, and the word poofta is said to have made its way into Australian slang around 1889. And then in 1910, a dictionary of Australian slang labelled a poof or poofta a sodomite or effeminate man. And so the slur spread like wildfire <laughs> thanks to our homophobic Aussie forefathers. I am, you are, we are Australian. I shouldn't be laughing, but that's very <laughs> funny. 
It's really such a 70s insult, which I think is finally starting to die out. It was a lot more fashionable in the 90s, where words for queer people were consistently considered pretty much the worst thing you could call someone. Right. So there's a particular Australian quality to the word pufta. There is. That brings with it the reminder of just how much we worship a particular brand of Aussie blokeness. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I 100% yeah. <laughs> agree with you, Dale, yes. Um, and just how far we probably have to go. It's a really huge thing in sports. Massively. Like, you know, researching Poof, the amount of news articles about sports people, commentators, people yeah. on shows. Yeah, well, it really is, though. Like, back in 2014, I actually was reading, and let's be honest, I don't follow football whatsoever, but I actually saw that um, it was a July long AFL footballer, Harry Taylor. He was playing his 150th game. His mates were carrying him off the field on their shoulders and he was doing just a, a casual, nice royal wave to the crowd. <gasps> oh, yeah. And everyone, yep. was, everyone was loving it. Yep. But this um, 3AW commentator mm-hmm. actually made comment that night on air when it was happening, quoted, I'm up here getting ready for the game and I've just seen that crap from Harry. He's a big poofter. Yeah. But that same night, one of our Australian famous Olympic swimmers Ian Thorpe came out on television as well. Yeah, and someone whose sexuality had much been speculated so under much scrutiny, yep. so it was like a really big deal. Was up he there was with singer Anthony Clear. Older, yep. <laughs> In the sports wise. world, yep. <laughs> yeah. Just heinous. And then, you know, it wasn't long after that the same commentator, Brian Taylor, made a, re- a remark about one of his colleagues, Seb Costello, who actually works with him. I don't want to offend his upbringing or his parents, but he looks gay. And this is on air. And that was only in 2014. So it's not even five years ago. Really surprising that people still would think it's acceptable. Yeah, to use the word. And then also when I think that person was asked to apologize and instead of actually saying sorry for saying the word, he apologized for calling the implying he was gay by calling him a poof, which is not really the point. No, and not an apology. (laughs) Yeah. So to apologize. Yep, you know, sometimes it's a different generation. It's these like really blokey yes. older Australian guys. I'm sorry. Maybe if you I didn't know. You. Yeah, Just like say sorry. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you didn't know what that word meant or the history of it, or you didn't think that implying someone was gay is so insulting. You've realized that now apologize for using the word. Just like say sorry. But instead, it, this apology was directed at the player for kind of calling them gay, which really is part of the problem. If you want to see a good apology for someone oh, yeah. using a slur, Joan. Hill's apology for calling a paparazzi a faggot is a really good one. Oh, really? Where he really shows a lot of vulnerability and kind of shame for using the word and really demonstrates that he understands why it was bad and also explains whether he used it because he was trying to think the most insulting thing. Right. And the Australian cricket team actually got called poofters by a um, BBC journalist because they had dyed their hair blonde. You know, someone was like, oh, they have such stupid hair. And the other person was like, oh, maybe they're just expressing their feminine side, which I think is like very dated, but you know, they Absolutely. were trying to be open-minded. Yeah. And then the other person said, no, they just look like poofters. That's, they're showing their poofter side. And the, the other person was quite shocked and was like, you can't really say that. Yeah. yeah. And even that was in the last decade. It's basically that these people are equating being in sport with the epitome of masculinity, which doesn't really make sense because women play sports too. Or are they saying that gay people don't play sports? Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. We have gay games. Yeah, but like I suppose there's not many out sports people, but that's the problem is because even straight men are being called poofters. It'll be so interesting in, you know, 10 or 20 years' time to see what the AFL is like. 
mm. at that point. Like yeah. once these footballers start to actually have the balls to be like, oh, actually, I'm going to start being me. Yeah, yep. I'll play the sport that I love, but I'll also love the person that I love and be happily open and out. Yeah. I think arts and media and whatnot are really leading the way in regards to even just looking at like the last two years, the different characters that are developing. And it's less about, you know, a coming out story in a movie and just that character just yep. happens to be gay. But the fact still remains that there are no out footballers currently playing within the AFL because words like poofta mm. have an effect on them. Oh yeah, totally. Really, really quite sad and repressed. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So during the marriage equality campaign, the Queensland Senator Bob Catter, he said that he would walk backwards if the poof population of North Queensland is any more than 0.001%. So this man is totally in denial that there are any homosexuals in his electorate. It's oh just God. such a ridiculous statement. That is fucking gold. Oh 0.001. So has he started walking backwards? Yeah, I don't know if he did after, you know, the results came in. And then the One Nation Party. <laughs> Brenda, your face. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, these are pretty unsur- <laughs> easy targets, I know. Oh, of course. One of their candidates, this was back in 2013, he said that the gay marriage certificate should be called the Poof Proof Certificate. And then he also went on to say that when we consummate marriage, Marriage, kids are generally born nine months later, and when gays consummate it, it's just bum sex for enjoyment. This man sounds fucking heinous. He says bum sex. Also, yeah. Like- oh, and he also said gay relationships are poo games. Is this guy And ten? then he deactivated his account and said that it was locker room talk and that he forgets writing any of it. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. He sounds like a 10-year-old. Yeah. No, Brandy, but these are adults running or trying to run a country. Which is so fucking scary and embarrassing. But even, interestingly, the poof slur is directed at politicians. So, like, Tony Blair got called a spineless poof. So, it's like, is politics this macho environment? Because I don't see any politicians as being particularly macho. Uh, I see them as quite the opposite. But, I mean, our politicians and parliament have been a mess since they kicked Julie Gillard out. But that is my own opinion. (laughs) And Lenny, you know, we talked about back in our Beat episode about gay bashing, and that was very much focused on sort of the 80s and the 90s throughout Australia. But before that, in the 60s and 70s, it was actually referred to as poofter bashings. Mm. And some were actually organised horrifically by police. Times are changing and we're very much all about reclaiming certain words. And I think this one 
is definitely in the verge of being reclaimed, but I think it's dependent on the person. Yeah, I just don't, I haven't heard it very often. I haven't heard many people, occasionally I've maybe heard someone label themselves or someone else kind of in a lighthearted way, but I don't think it's gone full reclamation. Like, I'm a poof. It's not the same as like dyke or queer. There are still people using it as their go-to put down for homosexuals. There are. As recently as 2016, there were these posters plastered down Chapel Street, which is an inner city suburb and a very kind of gay populated area. It's a lot of clubs where you live. (laughs) Yeah. So the posters said, cure AIDS, kick a poofter to death, which is so weird to me that AIDS is being brought up in that context, in 2016, yes. I would have expected that maybe in the 80s, like a poster like that, but it yeah. seems weirdly like dated, like they just pulled it from another time and they're just weirdly angry about gay men, but I don't understand it. I walk down Chapel Street all the time in my own Vanessa Carlton making my way downtown bubble, <laughs> but it scares me that I didn't actually notice them. It was a big news story, so people knew to rip them down, and I think they came down pretty quickly. Maybe that's why you didn't see them. A little bit like the posters that were put up in the city around the time of the marriage debate. And a cafe in Melbourne on Brunswick Street. In the north side of yes. Melbourne. In 2015, um, it was noticed that they had a sign that said, no soy, no skinny, no tea, no poof to drinks, which really surprises me also that someone would have that sign up. Can you imagine if you and I started a cafe together, Lenny, and yeah. we had signs that were like, no Aussie Ocker Bogan drinks or no basic white female drinks? <laughs> yeah. I'd say a lot of it comes down to ignorance because it's so part of this kind of Aussie blokey slang. Although this was, was not like a that sort of venue that, that people forget that it's very much attributed to gay men and has a really dark past. So, I am but it's so surprising. not for making excuses for them. No, I think yeah. it's just, yeah, it's really, as you say, so ignorance yeah. and it's inexcusable. Yeah. And then if we go back to the South side, Dal, okay, over my yep. side of town, back south, onto north, Chapel south. Street. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in South. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> no place like home. Head back to Chapel Street and there's the gay bar called Puffdorf, yep. which has very much been about reclaiming the word poof. Yeah. Originally, their name was considered a breach of the anti-discrimination advertising rules. Um, they managed to get an exemption for that because of, I suppose, the fact that it's a gay venue. Well, their slogan is a club for homos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, usually, you know, we have those laws and I think they're important to have and then for people to apply to change them. So yes. just not everyone can go around calling things like slurs and it be okay. It's interesting, though, because they have made um, international news. Yes, international. Worldwide yep. with this one. Their actual photography brief they had constructed a number of years ago was leaked by someone. Allegedly. Allegedly, yep. Uh, <laughs> was leaked by someone to the media in regards to what the requirements were for photographing mm. certain individuals in their club at certain times. And who to not photograph, yeah. Who to photograph, who not to photograph. And there was a lot of knots. But the brief was very direct. They had specific requirements in regards to the photos that they would take were of boys. Yep. No women because mm-hmm. Puffdorf is a club for men. Yep. It had to be boys with muscles. It had to be hot boys. And then there was a list of what not to take a photo of, Lenny. Yep. And it was skinny boys in burgundy t-shirts and chinos. It was boys with bad skin. Oh, that's horrible. Messy boys. And also boys that have previously had their photos taken. Okay, now that I can is live with that. <laughs> yeah. I can live with that if one. you already had your photo taken, sure, okay, no worries. And it surprises me because... When you and I were chatting about this only yes. a few weeks ago, all you had to do was type into Google 
poof doof, and a photo of me yes, came up straight away <laughs> from my 25th birthday. I've got a shaved head. I'm wearing burgundy chinos. Yes. I'm holding a bottle of champagne. I'm shit faced. <laughs> And I look a fucking mess. Now, if you would like to go to the Word of the Gay uh, Instagram, you will be able to see the photo uh, of my apparent powerful photo. Not happy in it. You must have slipped through. (laughs) I must have slipped through the cracks. I don't know what I'd done to have the honour. One of the worst ones was no photos of indie boys unless they're breathtakingly good looking or especially stylish. Now, I originally thought, this was indie as in, you know, Hipster. indie from like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think we call anyone indie anymore, right? No. Didn't it's it go like emo, indie, yeah. hipster? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, it did. So I thought that was a bit weird and a bit dated. But then I read somewhere that that's actually, because it's spelled I-N-D-I, a reference to indigenous people. Allegedly, they only want to see that one type of gay, which is so problematic for so many reasons. So it's sizist, it's like sexist, it's racist. You know, there's enough issues that people have absolutely and i get that they're like this is a private document but it doesn't matter because that was your intention and it was only back in like 2011 2012 no there were people that said online that they had worked for the venue a lot more recently and were also given that brief so i'm not buying necessarily that it's so old and even if it is old six years is not not old enough to know better than that absolutely i don't think you can do a 180 on holding those beliefs in only six years social media fucking exploded such a bad apology Oh, they so didn't do a heinous. Jonah Hill apology. So- <laughs> they it did. Was, oh, Brian Taylor. Backtrack. <laughs> they tried to blame the person who leaked it for hurting people, which it, again, yep. they didn't hurt the person. You hurt the people by Completely. that document existing. I've never been to Puffdorf. I've had no interest. But people who've gone there said they felt that going yeah. there. So obviously a culture existed that is beyond just the photos. All you had to do was see their fucking Mardi Gras float from Saturday night. I'm oh, like, really? You haven't changed your ways? <laughs> Really? I didn't watch it. Skinny like, boys, do that tops now. off, tiny yeah. little shorts, like everyone looking hot. Mardi Gras isn't, not everyone is this no. typical, yeah, I don't think that in this day and age anyone at Mardi Gras, anyone's going to think worse of you for being more inclusive. It's kind of the point. They shouldn't have been able to have a float. Um, I was actually what are they giving back they to the one. And yeah, and what are they doing for the community apart from having a venue for speci- oh, only these certain types they, of men to go to? They claimed the first Saturday after it all came about that oh, yeah. their proceeds were going to go to a charity. Okay. But we don't know which don't one. Know. Okay. We don't know yeah. which one. Yeah. And I think it took yeah. them three apologies in to say, tell us what we can do better because yeah. obviously we don't know. It had me so angry. Have you been to Puff since the event happened? I don't want to answer oh, it. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Look, <laughs> Look, I had gone once after a function with a bunch of friends, only because my friend Reese said that he would pay for my entry. Yep. I literally went straight through the club up to their pop room. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, like it, the next day I didn't feel good yep. for going there. I also didn't have that great of a night because mm-hmm. I think I'd gone in there with everything that had happened yeah, previously. Really and I just, it left taste, a bad yeah. taste in my mouth. And when I went there, I'm like, I don't know why, why the fuck I'm here. Yeah. I just Enough's enough. Yeah. yeah. Now, Lenny, I did go off and do a little bit of homework and I took it to the streets and I did interview a few different uh, people throughout my gay Rolodex of an address book. Yeah, what was their opinion yep. about reclaiming the word poofter? Mm-hmm. This one was from Paul. I don't mind it personally. I think it's a bit of fun. I think it's more like the N word. Poofs can use it to address poofs and people who are in that community, but straights can't use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. 
Then there's Ben. For the older generation, it would still be a triggering word about times of discrimination and violence. I'm careful if ever I do say the word that it is not around older people in case it triggers them. That's that's very true as with a lot of these words. And obviously, if it is being used within the community, I still hope that it's being used in a positive way because I can still see those slurs being used within the community in a negative way as slurs. Mark, I feel like I use the word sometimes in jest, like claiming it back for myself. Like, yeah, I'm a poof, what of it? If someone called me it, I'd be like, yeah, and? But there are those with thinner skin than me. But I think it's a step back from faggot, partly due to ownership. But I also think the more we use the word, the less hurtful impact it is. Yeah, that's a good point. Taking the power out of it, but also... I don't really reclaim anything, so I'm not really sure. But I do understand the psychology somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander, I think that the casual use of the word poof within the inner city is more a marker of privilege experienced Mm. by the gay people in the inner city and less about reclaiming of the word. I can't remember anyone using the word in a way that empowers the people who would still consider the word a warning, as in you poof. I agree with all of them, but I really agree with that one. I really agree with that one. Yeah, it's true. It is a mark of privilege for sure. Tilly, a thick Australian accent saying poof still sends chills up my spine. Now, if you say poof like you're talking about a footrest, I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah, I also (laughs) agree with that. And in the TV show Extras with Ricky Gervais, which is all about him being on a very lowbrow sitcom full of sexual innuendo, that very typical British style from the 70s. Yeah. The show finishes and he starts doing theatre, but he's doing like children's theatre and he's performing as the genie in Aladdin. Okay. And it's just this really camp performance where they're putting all this innuendo in, even though it's a show for kids. And he just keeps saying stuff like, that's a mighty big poof. And then like winking at the audience. <laughs> but it's like a double entendre because there's like a poof of smoke or something. Well, then you had Bert Newton who uh, called himself a poof during the 2018 Logies. He was presenting an award and said, there are many faces that I know from the screen, but don't know them personally. You might feel the same way. Where's this old poof come from? <laughs> Some people on social media were outraged. Some thought he was coming out. And... <laughs> Some thought it was a personal in-joke between him and Graham Kennedy because he was presenting the Graham Kennedy Award and he okay. was good friends with Graham. Yeah, who was gay. No. Who, yeah. who was gay. I was going to call him a poof, but no. <laughs> you, you didn't find it funny? No, I didn't. For 2018, I was like, Oh, yeah. Form. Well, oh, was it? Oh, it yeah. Was literally okay, last sorry. Year. Yeah, like, fair enough. But he's a very camp straight man. Yeah. He's but- probably been called a poof before. Without I'm not a doubt. sure how I well, feel about it. I think it's kind of a joke at himself. Okay. And then there's Velvet Goldmine, which is the unauthorized biography of David Bowie. It's a film starring Jonathan Rhys Myers, Christian Bale, Ewan McGregor. It's a really good film. And in one scene, the main character is watching his idol on TV, who is Bowie, and his brother taunts him saying, he's a fucking poof, that one. Again, it's like any sort of man that's not prescribing to, you know, those ideals of masculinity, which he wasn't. Then you've also got the Australian short film in 1993 called Poof. Their slogan was, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I so don't agree with that. Oh, completely dated. Take I mean, to primary school. Yeah. You know, you should teach your kids to have a thick skin in some sense. And, you know, you don't have to, just because someone says something doesn't mean it's true. But at the same time, they do hurt people. Of course so, they do. And lastly, there's Tyler, the creator. So on a song of his called Garden Shed, he referred to Frank Ocean as a poof. 
But he's also making a reference to himself, which caused some people to speculate that he was coming out as gay or bi or queer. It's interesting, though, because um, on his first album, he used 213 anti-gay slurs. He was even denied entry into the UK because his music was said to encourage violence and intolerance of homosexuals and foster hatred. People have speculated that he is trying to come out or he just is out, but also happens to use these words. Although I think he's definitely toned it down a lot. He's not as angry. But some of these things on like media have maybe could be interpreted as kind of like mocking or making a joke about being in a a gay relationship or making light of it and whether it's true or not and the fact that he won't just say if he is or not is pushing the experience into the other. Like if he's so comfortable with it enough to make all these references like he could just say it, but he won't. Right. So it's it's possible that he is straight and like still a little bit or was homophobic, maybe a bit more accepting now and trying to still push those those boundaries. But it's not really funny if it's not your own kind of personal experience. He's an interesting one. Mm. People, he's very divisive. And that brings us to the end of our episode. <laughs> oh, I'm yep. going to put my feet up on a pool. <laughs> Me too, I'm actually exhausted. Oh, what, a, what a day. It was a hoot, even though it was quite a heavy word, yeah. I found. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we always have a hoot together, <laughs> yeah. no matter what. Through the ups, the downs, the smiles <laughs> and the frowns. Hey, we've got each other's back down. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you send us word suggestions yes, once again. Really Thank them. you, Riri. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.